to the Fools on a Hill podcast. I'm Cal and I'm joined by Yanni. Yo. And Liam. Hello, Colin. Hello. How are you boys? You okay? Good, thank you. Very, very, very good. good. Thank you very much. How are you? Oh, I'm, I'm good, thank you. I'm good. No no change for me. It's good to hear. Thank you. Have you boys been busy? Hey. Um, Not particularly. No. <laughs> Just work as usual. Yeah, I'm always Buggy busy. me and Yanni yeah. in the group chat. Um, yeah, listening to music while working, I guess. Mostly for this uh, podcast. Well, isn't that convenient? Yeah. Um, Wait, a couple of old albums, this is I a podcast? Is that what we're doing? I think it is. Okay. Yeah, we are recording your voice, Yanni. You did sign to this at some point. <laughs> oh, that's what that letter was about. And yeah, I had to sign yeah. it in my blood. Uh, yeah, for some right. reason, you forged your mum's signature, but we accepted <laughs> it anyway. Okay. I think you thought it was to get out of PE. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pretty all right week. Pretty average week. Well, it's better than a bad one. For sure. <laughs> Should we start with uh, the first segment of the week? Okay, so, what's the story? No, was at all. <laughs> <laughs> Ding dong. <laughs> uh, so there's not been much in the way of news this week, uh, but there has been three album announcements that have tickled our ivories. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one is McCartney 3, which will be released on the 11th of December. Talk to me, boys. So this is, um, from what I understand, he's recorded, he's written and recorded this completely on his own in, in lockdown. That he has. Um, and I he guess, t- I mean, I'm not... Night. Oh really? Yeah, you did, yeah. I'm not too. <laughs> I'm not too. Um, I'm not too familiar with a lot of Paul uh, old Paul's uh, stuff. <laughs> but old words. From what, out of it. From, <laughs> from what I read, he had a self-titled album in 1970, and then a, a Paul McCartney two in 1980, and I believe they were both also all recorded by him. I yeah, may be wrong. Produced. I'm produced. So it, it, I think, uh, as I say, it's not. I've not really delved much into Paul, Mr. Paul's um, ah, Paul. um, individual, ah, Paul's disc, ah, own discography. But I think the idea of a trilogy over half a decade seems really <laughs> interesting. And I think if he's willing to commit to that, um, I'm, I will give the three albums a listen when that third one comes out. I I've not listened to many of, like yourself, his other stuff, but. From what I, in my head, have thought, um, it seems like his McCartney ones, he does t- tend to go a bit weirder, like he's a bit more experimental. Um, and this one seems a bit odd. Like, I don't know, did you watch the clip? There was like a little trailer release for it. Yes. Um, it seemed like there was some odd musical instrumentation choices. Is You were just singing their temporary secretary. Is that from one That's or two? That's from two. Okay. Yeah. And obviously so that's that the, probably very, the weirdest song he's done. Probably the best song uh, from the Beatles, full stop. Yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. Just put that out. 100%. <laughs> Fair enough. 
Thanks for listening to Hot Takes of the Week. And that's Brilliant. it. Go We're done. Through. Wrapped. It was uh, nice speaking to you all. Uh... <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, yeah, so another uh, release, well, a release announcement has tickled my my Tickled my bum. Was the announcement of the new Psychedelic Porn Crumpets album. Liam, what's it called? Shiger. Shiger, the Sunlight Mouth. I guess it's called Shiger. It is, um, which will be released in February 5th of next year. Uh, do you boys listen to much PPC? Only the ones you told me to I've... listen to. Well, I've tried. Um, Not a fan. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I just don't think they did anything for me at the time. I'm I think. I think personally, goes. their third album is my favourite and probably the easiest route in. From what? If you were interested, with that is called, and now for the watcher, I call it. What's the um, the one that you always seem to put on? Um, uh, the, well, the, the the good pre-drink song is "Him for a Droid." Yeah, it's it sounds very oh, much like it should be a FIFA Sweet. tune. Yeah, I can go on FIFA. for that. Yeah, Liam, your favorite uh, video game? Yeah, I love I love the FIFA. <laughs> um, I love the new FIFAs all times. Um, I don't know. I, I the FIFA soundtracks of like 0809 2010 oh, Pete. I'm going to teach your boyfriend how to dance uh, with you. I'm, I was just about to grab it. I realised this is obviously an audio podcast. I do have that on uh, hot pink vinyl. Sang. Oh, nice. do, you, do you have uh, the Veronica's Untouched though? Prize. Oh no. shoot! No, I wish it did. Yeah, that would be nice. Uh, do you, Yanni? Uh, no, I just don't. Don't come at me like that. There's no need for that. <laughs> Sorry, it was very aggressive. That was very aggressive. We're very soon in this podcast. We're <laughs> making threats. Um, um, the third release announcement. I don't know anything about this this band, yeah, so this... Liam is going to take over. But it's the Viagra oh. Boys with Welfare Jazz coming out on the eighth of January. Yes, it is year. the Viagra Boys. That's exactly what they're called. Uh, the Viagra Boys. I oh, Viagra Boys. Um, yeah, new album announced for January eighth, twenty twenty one. As Cam said, they're called uh, Welfare Jazz. Uh, they released a single um, <laughs> Wednesday ago, Wednesday a week ago or something. <laughs> called Eight Nice, um, nice little teaser. I wouldn't say it's uh, that was. Would you say it was quite nice? Best. I say it ain't Did it eight nice. Nice. It was a teaser. It was a good teaser. I was. I, I wouldn't say necessarily it's a good single. Um, it doesn't hold up to a lot of like the the uh, the debut album Street Worms or even the um, Common Sense that came out after the EP. But it's a it's a good teaser. Of what's to come? I, th- I hope, and it is very in line with Viagra Boys. Um, the album Street Worms is worth a listen. I think this will probably be worth a listen as well. I'm sure we will cover it on the podcast upon yeah. its release. Yes. Very exciting. Well, what a lovely little roundup of the week's news. That's all that's happened. And that's yeah, the there's news literally been... the last week. <laughs> Let's get right into the news. <laughs> there has literally been nothing that has happened this week. I bet there has something massive and we've just all missed it. Yeah. Yeah, probably. probably. Yeah, someone's probably said something controversial. It seems like there's too much going on outside of music to notice really what's going on inside yeah. music. So uh, Yeah, I I do agree with you. Yeah. So, uh that's all we care about for music. I yeah. say that that's uh, all we care um, about. but just in case there was something we should have cared about, um <laughs> maybe we missed that. There might have been some deaths, but you know. 
Apparently, we don't care about them. So Liam, Liam said, "Let's not cover any deaths." We'll cover them next week. <laughs> They'll still be dead. We'll cover them on the year anniversary, maybe. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, yo. Next, next segment. Hot off the press. Uh, so, as with every week, we all go away and listen to one or More. numerous albums that were released in the previous week, each having our own specialised album. Uh, mm-hmm. Yanni, what was your album this week, my friend? My album was Anime, Trauma and Divorce by Open Mike Eagle. Um, Sounds like a good weekend. It was... <laughs> The average weekend for Open My Heel. Um, it was very good. Um, I mean, beat-wise, it was very good. Um, it was a bit... Again, we're going to repeat ourselves. It seems like it, everything I've listened to, including everything that you're going to talk about, was a little bit boring. Um, <laughs> yep, but, um, that is a common theme between my notes. I, 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 yeah. would, I wouldn't say that um, it was bad. I just... It was um, the it was first. Good. It peaked at the first song, unfortunately, um, for me. With Death Parade, um, mm-hmm. and then the only other thing that I, I've literally noted about the album was Ace's Bop. Um, I like the instrumental. Um, I mean, it starts at, like the first half is better than the second half to me. Um, yeah, it, it does go a bit downhill. It's all a bit too chill if that makes sense like it, I'd, I like a bit more excitement with some of um, the instrumentation some of it sounded a little bit Kendrick Lamari when he's a bit more laid back and with, when he puts on his voices a bit it sounded a bit like that um, not too much um, but yeah I mean it was alright personally I'd probably I'd give it a 3 and my ruling on that is that it's not bad, but I wouldn't <laughs> listen to it again. If it was, is that a three out of five? Or... Three out of five. Um, so I think a three out of five is quite generous. I. just like the way I'm the way I'm personally um, thinking of it is that two is something that is bad. Um, so for me, <laughs> three bad, it's good. yeah bad, bad, not good. But three is is good, but I just won't listen to it ever again i might listen to death parade um yeah see in my notes i wrote that i enjoyed death parade but a ap- good opener. apart from that mm-hmm. like i'm not going to be listening to this anytime soon no i thought i'd agree I with bored personally yeah yeah i'd agree with three out of five as well i think that's pretty fair i enjoyed um, what the fuck is self-care but it was yeah, just a bit too repetitive I don't quite get that song lyrically. I don't know if it's trying to be kind of satirical. Yeah, or I think it is, yeah. That's an open lyrics. Um, I did quite enjoy it, though. What the fuck is self-care? Yeah. It's pretty good. I like the the first, I guess we've all said this now, the first song was good. Uh, the the rap and flow is somewhat like No Name, I guess, which I quite like. quite like her rapping style. Um, I quite liked Headass, um, brackets Idiot Shinji. <laughs> yeah, it was alright. Some of the lyrics um, made me laugh in that. Yeah, and a, a weird kind of like um, 
vocal chorus in the background, I guess, that sounded very much like a Zelda song. And there was also something else in the mix that sounded like Legend of Zelda. Um, one of the, Were you playing the Zelda at the, the time games? and just got confused? Probably, <laughs> probably. But obviously this album has got a lot of like pop culture references, like throughout like so many that i wonder if that was uh if i was right and that actually is like some sort of sample from zelda but it's not cool i didn't like um the the black mirror episode that song no i thought like musically it wasn't great and the lyrics were literally just about not liking a black mirror episode <laughs> <laughs> I did, it didn't really do anything for me i just didn't that wasn't very interesting but i thought the i thought the production was really good throughout yeah especially like the, the first few songs um, some good bass. That would be yeah. the hot takes on that album, I think. I don't think anyone else has got anything different to add to the table in terms of Open My Heel. No, album, no. Unfortunately. I think it's worth a listen. Uh, Talking of not adding much to the table, oh. Liam, what was your album for the week? <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, so, my album of the week, one that I was quite interested in, as a fan of this musician from previous albums, was Kevin Morby's Sundowner. Um, Just take the second half. Like, hang on. Downer. Hang on a second. <laughs> let me get through my points. As you can already tell, neither Callum or Yanni liked this album, and I'm sure they're going to tell you in great detail afterwards. But I'm going to tell you right now why I did like this album. I listened to this quite a few times over the week. Um, first time without really paying much attention, and then, you know, gradually more attention to make some notes for it. But. I liked it as I listened more. It's a very slow burner. It's very laid back, even very like com- even compared to like other Kevin Morby albums, which I would say to you to maybe to listen to them, but they're not much more uh, upbeat or exciting, I guess. I'm not sure about that. Sold, <laughs> but they're I didn't. Not that exciting, for me, but listen to them. For, so. <laughs> It's one of those things that like, I get that it's laid back and not much happens, but I still think it was a, a very well-made album. I thought lyrically it was very good. A lot of um, good kind of musical production on it. Um, I mean, the good, the first song, um, Valley, uh, was a very good starter. Um, opened the album well, set the scene kind of of this. Um, it kind of felt, um, I think it, it, he's based, well, he's, sorry, he's from Kansas, and I believe this album's written about Kansas, which is like the middle of America. Um but it seemed very kind of Western, like cowboyish to me. I don't know if you got that vibe listening to it as much as you listened to it. I, um, I think it was like he, the, moved, the minute I gave it. he moved to Kansas and then wrote about that, I think, is what I read. I think he went I think he went back to Kansas. I think that's kind of, so yeah, a mix of the book. We're both saying it. Yeah. Um, yeah, the <laughs> first album sets that kind of um, openness well. I think the second song, Brother Sister, very kind of sparse guitar work, um, which kind of helps for that westerny vibe. I think that was the only one it's, I liked. Or it's the one that goes dum da da dum, and then... I'm, I'm sure it does. <laughs> yes, I think that's where dum, I turned dum, it off. Dum, where he where he started dum dum dumming on a chorus. Well, there's another song, like, another am, song where he does dum dum dum. I am not enjoying this. That one was, it's probably the the, uh, the most different, I think, of the album. That particular song, uh, it's probably not my favourite. Uh, the next one, I would say, is my favourite, Campfire. Um, I just think uh, there's some guitar work in that that I really like the sound of. And it's nothing very exciting. It just sounds really good. Um, it stops kind of halfway through. And is like, you hear like the fire crackling, the campfire, and like some footsteps. And there's like just a lone vo- female voice. I'm not sure who that is. Um, very nice. And then goes into like another set of verses. Um, 
almost as if they're a different song, but together works really well. And like some of the lyrics are, are really good. Um, with like a kind of great ending to the song as well. Um, ne- uh, next one on the album, Wonder, again, a great one. I, I wish it was longer. It was quite short. I think it's like an, a minute 50 or something like that. Um, g- good guitar work throughout. Drum and bass work well. And that's another one where the, the drums, where he kind of goes, uh, and something like my heart goes, dum and the bass drum does the same thing. And I know that's not very exciting, but up until that point of the song in like the, uh, in the, like the chorus, there's no drums. And then that comes in at that point and it works really well. And then the bass comes in as well. And it's, I like it. Um, uh, another song that I really like from the album, A Night at the Little Los Angeles, is like a seven minute plus song. It's literally like the same guitar line the whole way through. Oh, so again, I, like to come back to my point, I understand why people may think this is really boring. But the lyrics on this song, I think are, are brilliant. Like the storytelling's fantastic. I think to me, it's telling this like a scene of strange characters in like a motel or a hotel kind of thing. It's talking about like people having sex in the room next door, someone smoking, uh, <laughs> someone smoking outside, people in the corridor talking about their night and stuff like that. And it, it really tells like this great story, um, really kind of vivid storytelling. Um, the next one, I'm sorry for going through song by song, by the way, but I feel like there's so many different points in this album that it's... That it becomes really boring through. again, again, again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. It's just the um, same guitar riff the whole way through each song. Yeah, exactly that. Next song, Jamie. Um, Are you actually going through I song think, by song on the album? No, I've actually skipped at least one song. <laughs> Please skip more. <laughs> Please. Um, Jamie, a, a very, I think a very beautiful song about a friend who died and... No, no, just the, the the lyrics and that again. I'm not going to read any lyrics, but it's just very well written. Please um, don't. I'm just going to read them, kind of beat poetry. I'm going to add my own kind of style. <laughs> no, um, you've got a instrumental song next, which again kind of fits the scene of the the campfire. Um, and then the last song, um, some great pictures in the, in the in the lyrics. And I think it ends the actual end of the song ends the album really well. I think it's a, it's got a good. We talked last week about Future Irons. I didn't feel like that had a good kind of album ending. This one, I feel like does. So I think overall the, the album's slow. Um, it doesn't seem to offer a lot, but I think if you give it the time, it's a great like late night album or like a driving album, I think, or a around the campfire album. Um, I would give it a four out of five. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I, and it definitely grew on me the more I listened to it, the more I paid more attention. I think that's one of those things, and that's why I understand that you two turned off it straight away. Yeah. Um, but the more you listen to it, I think it's one that you grow to appreciate a bit more. I think, personally, with the amount of albums we are trying to listen to for this, if an, album doesn't, if an album doesn't grab you or me instantly, I'm really going to struggle to... Yeah. find it want to get into it i tend to be like that just in general with music anyway something's got to yeah, stand do, out to me yeah. um if it, it doesn't if it hasn't yeah. grabbed you in 10 seconds yeah and he doesn't want to know i yeah and i knew that and i, I suspect as much i told you to listen to it because i hoped that you maybe this was a, the exception but i knew that was the case i think for me it, it's as i say i was already kind of a fan of kevin morby although some of his songs are too slow for me previously but also like leonard cohen and that kind of um musicianship and that kind of storytelling the lyrics is something that I really like even if it is slow and simple so I, I think it's something that you're into or you're not um, yeah, but I appreciate I, I you both trying to, to 
appreciate you trying to listen to it, but I personally would recommend it. Give it a go. If you like it, you'll like the rest of Kevin Morby's stuff. Singing Soul was a very good album. And um, if you don't like it, you have ears. Yes. Famously, Liam Godfrey. No ears. <laughs> yeah. What was that? Pardon? Did you say something? Eh? Eh? That's me. Callum, what did you listen to? Unless you've got anything else to say about Kevin Morby, what else did you just... Uh, no, there is nothing else to add on Kevin Morby. Uh, I listened to Matt Berninger's Serpentine Prison. Is it um, Berninger? Serpentine. So, uh, yeah, I battled with this. I think it's Serpentine. I, w- I think it's Serpentine. Okay. I think they're t- I think they're both acceptable for different different reasons. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Let me find out. Serpentine, Serpentine Prison. Um, I mean, previously I've tried to get into the National. Who yeah. are his band, and I have failed on numerous occasions. Same. Yeah. I've, on I've the really premise that I don't really like his voice, hmm. which is quite strange because. I mean, he's a baritone, isn't he? Um, but I like Nick Cave, so it's not like the style of his voice. I just really can't get on board with it. And I felt the same during this album. That's the point, really. I mean, I liked a couple of the songs. My favourite song was Silver Springs. Um, I agree with that. Yeah, I like Silver Springs. Um, oh. It was okay. a song with Gail Ann Dorsey, who is famous for being part of David Bowie's uh, touring band and she toured with Tears oh, for right. Fears bit of a fun fact for you there oh, that's cool um, but yeah I, li- I, I like that one because of the two vocalists I thought it really added to the song um, and I noted that I also really liked the chorus lyrically um, but just overall I thought that the album got a bit a bit taxing so I just thought it was a bit like mm, I could see that if it, it felt really long but it was only 40 minutes yep. I don't. I, I don't know. Maybe I just wanted it to. Maybe I wanted it to go somewhere. Like some. Sometimes with. Yeah. If you don't particularly like an artist's voice, if the instrumentation is exciting, you can get past it. But I just thought mm-hmm. it was quite. It's quite a slow album. It's quite, quite acoustic, and I just thought I was just crying for it to go somewhere, which it did not do. My um, my standout track on that was Oh Deary. I don't know what you guys thought about that one, but I really like that one, to be honest. I'll mm. be honest, I Can't didn't. Um, when I listened to it properly, I didn't pay much attention to the names. Uh, when I flicked back through to make some quick notes, uh, I remembered Silver Springs particularly, but I definitely think for me, it started... I think the album itself, I don't know if this was just my uh, how I felt listening to it, but I think it did start quite slow, and I also was like kind of just not into his voice and didn't really like it. But the more it went on, I, I, I quite quite enjoyed listening to it by the end, I guess. the be- I think the songs may be better towards the end, possibly. I'm not sure whether it's because the songs are better or because I felt better. But <laughs> Yeah, but well, the first time I put it on, I fell asleep to it, which is not really <laughs> the best line. Um, but I, I, didn't, I didn't not enjoy it, but I didn't enjoy it. Rating. And for yeah. that reason... I am going to give it, based on Yanni's logic, a three, which I think is a bit generous. But if we're not doing half points, then it's a three. Okay. I think that's fair. Because uh, I, don't, I, I don't think it's a bad album. Like It's not a bad album. It's just not 
for me yeah there's really. no massive standout track is yeah. there, I guess. no my no I like... my note on this was and i've told liam this the kind of album i imagine i put on when i'm old and wandering around my house yes yeah i can get yeah, on board it. with that i mean i, like I understand like... what go on liam. sorry go ahead no sorry right. i was just gonna... oh someone speaks god damn it one of you just say uh, <laughs> i was just gonna say i quite liked some like the kind of jaunty piano um in yeah, the middle towards yeah, the end. It got yeah, a bit more interesting, I feel, the last like five, six songs. Second half, I guess. Yeah. Um but yeah I but I also tried to listen to it once, got like two or three songs in, it was like I'm not I might even not listen to this and then I thought no I should. Yeah. Uh, and I appreciated it a bit more towards the end. But yeah, no kind yeah. of standouts I think is the can is the problem. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I don't think it's bad, but it's not grabbing me. And making me wanna keep putting it on, which is the theme. Not really, a, yeah, it is a theme mm-hmm. that is shared throughout theme this episode. Song. So that was a three out of five. Come, uh, a reluctant three out of five. Yes. Um, before we move on, have we got anything else to say on that? I just wanted to say something else. I've not got anything. I just um, want. Sorry, go on. No, I'm just reading over my notes. I was just going to say, I know you mentioned about Matt Burnage's voice. Uh, we didn't, we I mentioned this beforehand, but um, sorry, going back to Kevin Morby. No, oh, do we have to? Was that some? No, was that? I'm just. Was that something that? Because uh, I'm aware that he's got quite an interesting way of singing and very it's not kind the of. Word I use. Ex, uh, ex, what's the word? Enunciate very strangely. Okay. Um, that didn't bother I me. How you? I wondered what you felt about that. Um, personally, I think I wrote down that his voice annoyed me. Okay. Um, That's kind of why. Oh, no, I didn't put that. I put did not in, enjoy his voice either. <laughs> yeah. So great English there. Yeah. But, um, Again, if you're a fan, you're a fan. If you're not, you're yeah. Not. But I, I just want to check. People I knew we missed... like it, but it's just not for me. I realised I missed over that point, and I meant to ask on Kevin Moby, but yeah, cool. Okay, so I think that's our. Uh, Hot off the press segment wrapped up. Da, da, da. Oh, hang on. on no, no, no. Oh, oh, Sorry. Oh, 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 oh. Because we could listen to anything else at that point, couldn't we, as well? Sorry, just to, oh, yeah, 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 to yeah. throw this one in, I had the quickest listen to oh. a new album. Another song. Yeah, we also listened to some more, but you, you go young. I'm trying to see. I actually, I personally didn't listen to any more. We, we tried with the OCs, didn't we? Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't really try. Painful. I'm not going to be honest. I skipped through all five songs. It was songs a, a 40 minute EP. A 40 minute EP with the four first... songs on, one being 14 minutes and one being 23 minutes. But the first three songs were all like a minute and a half. Uh, there was absolutely I was no. It was just pure noise and I did not like it. Yeah, I mean, none the, of it was the first song, I've listened to the, OC, to the OCs before and I was not expecting the noise that came from the first song on this EP. <laughs> to enter my ears because I do shock. not recall it being like that. Oh my god! I mean, it's not for me. Again, not gonna it put ju- it back on. It just wasn't coherent for me. I just no. Didn't, it just I feel like, like I feel like they all like probably got pissed one night and just re- hit record, and then they were like, "Yeah, we'll have yeah." That. I feel like you get stuff. Seems. You get music like that from like uh, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. But it, yeah, it, you can you can hear the music in that. I guess yeah. I don't mean to diminish what OCs have done, but I 
didn't get into it. It was like, if I was getting into it, it was very much uh, that Jay-Z gif of him you know, doing that. What was he doing? <laughs> oh, the... I know what you mean. It's an audio kind podcast, of, like, but I, I, kind wish of getting into it. I wish you could see what Liam's Google Jay-Z gif, and that's probably the... It's probably the one. This is... Um, <laughs> he's got glasses on. He's kind of horrific, because I was going to... Um... Oh, no, hang on. Is that... Yeah, it's, it's that one. It definitely would be that one, judging by the name. 100% I would have picked it. Yeah. Um, Come on. We've got a list of all the new releases, obviously. One of them was Ninja Sex Party, and I was like, well, I can't not listen to something that has Ninja yeah, Sex that has and the Party sex in it. all combined into oh! one title. <laughs> so Ninja Sex Party was listened to, and... Just listen to it, guys. In your own time, listen to it. Um, uh, it's is it weird? It's fucking well weird, yeah. Um, even if you just want to Google Ninja Sex Party right now, um, cool. yeah. Get the private browser open. I will. Yeah. I will say I went. I went on Spotify, opened up the page, instantly was very intrigued from like the cover photo and yeah. the album photos, and then I didn't really listen to any of the songs properly but skipped through and is, is it telling a kind of mystical tale yes over it was very music? very weird yeah um it was like that i only listened to the first song which i think is called the prophecy um and no it's called i think the outro is called Pro- prophecy the intro is called the according to spotify uh... intro is called the and the outro is called prophecy <laughs> oh yeah intro there yeah is yeah, um, it's really clever. That was so. It was so bizarre. I just. I would never listen to it again. But if you do have a spare seconds, please just listen to it because it's. Oh, really it, it says on Wikipedia, which is, as we all know, the ultimate oracle of knowledge and truth. Uh, they are a comedy duo. I don't know if you knew this, Yanni. I didn't know it going in, but I certainly found out two seconds oh, into right. the song. <laughs> right. It was uh, they did they did a thing. It's I, they do a I thing don't know very... um, much about them, but it sounds like they should have left it in two thousand seven. <laughs> Ironic because they formed in two thousand nine. Did they? Well, it. I yeah. would have said more two thousand nine, <laughs> like uh, LMFAO era. I guess okay. eleven maybe. Well, even no, they're really in that. I think. That's what they remind me of. Um, but like yeah, weird LMFAO. It was like the the humor seemed to be very stupid. Um, a lot of dick jokes, I think, was mentioned in the oh, first thing. Perfect. So um, pink comedy, but not good dick jokes either. You know, so lowest form, um, even better. So yeah, flaccid. just can <laughs> we flaccid. stop this now? So it was very flaccid. Flaccid, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, let's do it if you get a chance, just because it'll probably make you giggle and think, why the hell have I been given this as a suggestion to listen to? Um. But yeah, that was the only one I listened to, and then I was like, right, okay, the, the rest of this list can be binned off because that was weird enough for me. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so for the album spotlight this week, seamless, seamless again, boys. Oh, hey! Uh, <laughs> we, we have decided to do. The Gorillas album, their seventh album, song right. song. Wow, that was really good. I'm turning into Liam now. Song Machine <laughs> season one, Strange Times. How did we feel? Of scissors, there isn't it? Sorry, a lot of scissors. Yeah, Should I try and say that? Song Machine season one, Strange Times. You managed that. I'm first very time. impressed. 
Thank you. Mr. Lisp in the corner. Wow, well done. <laughs> what did we think? I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed it. I mean, I think it's important for us to say from the get-go, we all listen to the deluxe version. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. uh, me and Liam unknowingly. Yanni willingly. Maybe we should try and... Um, I think it's worth I'm trying forced to, to separate the... Yeah, we'll... Separate maybe the normal deluxe. The, the normal album finishes at Momentary Bliss featuring Slow Tide what and Slaves. What a shit song to end on. Yeah, yeah really Yeah, weird. I thought that. First, yeah, first song released song and the last song on the standard I, album. I, I hate that song. I wish it was never on this album. I really yeah. when I, I hate it a lot. When I realised I'd listened to the deluxe version, I was like, oh, so where did it finish? And mm. I saw that and I was like, oh, that is just... If it finished on the song before, Desolate yeah. would have been better. Yeah, even, do you know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. Compared to the rest of them, you know, there probably would have been an even better one, but like that with itself would have been better. Um, yeah, uh, so I guess some of the best tracks here, Desolate featuring Fatumata Diawara, that was a very good song for me personally. I enjoyed the Beck song, The Valley of the Pagans. Yeah, that was um, Schoolboy Q, uh, yeah, that track Pac-Man, I thought that was really good. I thought it reminded me a lot of um, Clint Eastwood, I guess, that style, where it was... Uh, is it Clint Eastwood I'm thinking of? It did have, like... Did, do you mean instrumentally? It's like, I felt like... It felt like an old kind school of slow. song, like, with the instrument. Yeah, it kind of slow and, and like, uh, going, and then all of a sudden Schoolboy Q comes in with um, a, hard, a hard, which is a good verse. Yeah. Um, I've got standouts... Uh, Chalk Tablet Towers with Saint yeah. Vincent. Um, so I, I was uh, I was really excited when I saw that they had a song with Saint Vincent, mm-hmm. and I really do like the song, but I feel mm. like she could have had more of a prominent role. She didn't. Yeah, yeah, it was, wasn't much of her. I was really disappointed with the lack of yeah. the lack of Annie. I Annie, really are you okay? Probably not. <laughs> she's fine. And that's the podcast, um... <laughs> Annie. Please reach out to us. The, uh, yeah, I, I, also I feel had... like that one faced like a wasted collaboration. Sorry. Yeah, Go it on. pretty yeah. much was, yeah. Um, I had The Lost Chord as well. I like that one. Um, first half is actually very good, apart from I don't like the opener. Um, wow, see, very... I've got that as one of my, one of my favourites. I really like nah, it's, it. It's boring. I didn't love Strange Times featuring Robert Smith. Yeah, Just I agree. Nothing for me. Um, and then, which I've said to both of you on separate occasions, Aries is definitely going to be my standout, um, like well, the D one, and might be one of my favourite songs of the whole year. I, I genuinely whoa. really, really like that song because um, Hooky is amazing. Like, that bass line is, is beautiful. And it sounds amazing. Peter, Peter Hook and Georgia. I'm not sure what Georgia did in that. I don't know. I don't know either. I think I mean, that's just uh, when she performs, <laughs> she plays drums while singing. So I presume she did the drums. Oh, okay. It sounded very um, XXY to me, the second half, yeah. like kind of Jamie XX style. So there was like. Okay, come on, thank you. It sounded like the XX. Didn't me. Anyway, you've you've spoiled that for Yanni now, Colin. We're going to go into a different song. Um, yeah. I think yeah, from the rest of the the main album, yeah, Desolate. Was also a stand up. Yeah, Desolate is really good. Uh, I'm going down. I wasn't a fan really of the Elton John and the Six Lack. Yeah, neither was I. Song. No. Black Album. I'm not really a song. I'm not really a fan of Elton John. Well, you're wrong. Oh, sorry. Oh, that's a hot take. Elton John has so many hits, but that's for a different podcast. He wasn't good in this. No, he wasn't. I don't like. I don't like Black's voice either. 
Yeah. Mm. I just didn't write it. I don't think it was a good song. Are we all in agreement that Momentary Bliss was awful and we don't like it? I also... Yeah. Okay. I also I didn't like Friday awful. 13th. You what? I didn't like Friday 13th either with Octavia. Yeah, I didn't... Yeah, so at that point, apart from Leslie, mm-hmm. near the end of the album, eh, I, I could not listen to that and live happily. Friday 13th... And Dead Butterflies, yeah, I don't even know what that is. That I didn't like that. But it had Kano in <laughs> I just didn't like his... I don't think his voice suited the track at all. Um, mm-hmm. I don't really listen to Kano, but it just didn't do anything for me. Yeah, so the ending yeah. of the like normal release, apart from Desiree, um, was crap. Not as good. Yeah. Um, have we got any other points no. to say before we go on to like, the extended tracks? Um, I feel like I did have something to say, but um, yeah, I think at the end, just momentary bliss. Just didn't. Yeah, didn't like it. Yeah. I'm just going to echo that again. I just wasn't... I'm not a massive fan of Slow Tie, not a massive fan of Slaves, not a massive fan of the song. <laughs> On to the deluxe songs. Yeah. Um, for me, the so it starts off with Opium with Earth Gang. Um, they're basically, those first two tracks, Opium featuring Earth Gang and Simplicity with Jonas, Police Woman, uh, were fine. I didn't really... They're all the, fine. One of them kind of is slow. See, that's where you're wrong, I feel, because those last four, particularly with Love to an X and MLS. So with Love to an X with Moonchild, Sonelli and MLS featuring JPEG Mac and Chai. I just meant those two. Sorry, the two I just meant those two. Uh, to clarify. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, MLS. Sorry. I really like that one as well. Yeah. I actually like Chai. I already listened to Chai. And I, I thought they were really good in this. And so was Peggy. Peggy Sue? Peggy Sue, yeah, Peggy Sue on the tracks here. Not really. Severed Head was good. Gold Link and Unknown Mortal Orchestra. Yeah, I like track. Severed Head. Mm. I, like I really liked, though. Orchestra. I really liked With Love to an X. Really liked that. When I listened to that again today, that one stood out for me. And what? then I guess the last. Go Sorry. Now go. And then the last track. How far featuring Tony Allen Skepta? This far. I think that's how it should have ended. That was a good track. I liked it. <laughs> and that's the main thing. <laughs> what are we thinking ratings wise on this one, I think we we uh, we've mentioned this, we should um clarify. I think we're gonna rate, I guess. Are we gonna rate the album or the deluxe version of the album? We'll do the because deluxe it's very, version, it's that's wildly weird. different. Yeah, we do listened to it. And my um, my opinion wouldn't change too much anyway if it was just the uh... no, it would. I tell a lie. Mine Carry would. on. Mine uh, would. Other people's opinions are better than mine. Just be heard. Callum Davis, please present your score. Um, I am going to go with a seven out of ten. Fair, <laughs> Mister Yanni. Mister Yanni. Uh, I'm going to do a Liam and do a really long extended thing. No, about, I, oh, I'm still going to do Yanni's that. opinion on this album. <laughs> oh, the lustrous Yanni. Uh, well, that's just awkward um, I'm going to do it in a second. Exactly, that's why I wanted to say it so you wouldn't. Um, I I put down 7 out of 10, um, but given more time still, it <laughs> might end up being an 8. Um, <sighs> if I give it more time. But like just off the bat, 7 out of 10. And falls on the hill. The Seven final. out of ten falls. Sorry. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get that in tomorrow. <laughs> and now to the final score of the day on the 
album spotlight of Falls on the Hill podcast, 29th of October. The Gorillas Song Machine Season 1 Strange Times, Liam Godfrey's score of the day. <laughs> you ruined it now, Yanni. You just I'm created glad. this whole you created this whole thing around it that seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. Oh well, what's the um, bloody medium mode <laughs> and everything? <laughs> what are we gonna do? <laughs> so we've got a, a mean average there of seven out of ten, uh, a median of seven out of ten, a uh what's the one? Mean mode. Mean, median, and mode are also not 10. A range of zero. So, sorry out, there, it, range. sorry out there, range fans. <laughs> if that's the one you listen to. If that's the one you're waiting for, then you'll be disappointed. Yeah, for me, I think um, I think it was a good collection of uh, music and ideas. Some of the song tracks themselves didn't really... I didn't wouldn't listen to as songs, if that makes sense. But I think it <laughs> what was... What would you um, listen to them as? I don't know. That's Pictures. what I mean. It's like a, it's just like a collection of music. Well, that's what it is, though. Isn't it? I don't know. It makes sense in my head. Uh, I wouldn't listen to them as singles, many of them. But I then, but then I wouldn't then disregard the good music in the song. If that makes sense. <laughs> You've not bought any vinyl this week, have you, my friend? My Loser. friend Cal, I have not. Bought. Poor Monfrey. Liam. My what name are you Liam. doing with your life? <laughs> oh, my life is full of regret. <laughs> Tell and me... sports team records. <laughs> yes, so the record store day drop for October. Yes, sir. 24th of October, record store day drop free. Um, I ventured out this morning in the cold, in the rain, uh, about half eight. Uh, there wasn't a massive queue, thankfully. What did you buy? Um, I went specifically to buy um, an album that I already own um, nine times on vinyl. Oh, brilliant. That's more than I thought. Um, and I purchased a further three, uh, three versions of this uh, Fantastic. of this album on vinyl. This is Sports Team's 2020 album, Deep Down Happy. Can I just ask before we carry on? Please. Are you a fan of this album? Uh, I'd give it a four out of ten. No, I did <laughs> like it. I, I do very much like it. It... Um, uh, deep Down Happy 2020 uh, Hyundai Hyundai um, Mercury Prize <laughs> nominee album that's not even how to say Hyundai Hyundai uh, award nominee um, yeah I like this album I, I've been a fan of Sporting for a little while I own almost apart from the very first vinyl release I own every single record they've released I've enjoyed every single song they've released pretty much yes uh, till till this album, especially anyway, there's there's one or two on this album that I'm not massive about, but yeah, I was very much looking forward to this album. Um, about half the songs have already been released on previous, um, previously. So they're not which is kind doing of, what you said, are they? No, interestingly not. I think, yeah, and I think that maybe that's something to do with that they are quite uh, into vinyl releases, and so they're kind of I'm old school in that fans. sense. And exactly that, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. So about half the album is some older songs, um, but they're all great songs. Like uh, yeah, one of them, are, yeah. Camel Crew, one of their oldest was a um, they re-recorded slightly differently as well, and it's been kind of kind of a uh, contention point, I guess, between fans. They do are quite different, but the new, some of the new songs on there are fantastic. Um, uh, Long Hot Summer, um, mm. 
the other one that I really love, but I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> nice. Lander? No, not Lander. Station of the Cross? Another... No. Again, a tune. Um, it's go, a uh, going Soft? Born Sugar? No. Born Sugar. I love Born Sugar. I, c- I could not remember for the life of me not naming that song. That's my favourite song on the album. Very good album. Anyway, they released, <laughs> yeah, they released a lot of final releases, and as the collector that I am of particularly of sports team records, I needed to get all of them. At first, they had like a, a limited edition for their tour, and then they had like a first week release. Yeah, easy. Two two versions. Oh, yeah, I'll also get the standard black. Okay, eight versions later. <laughs> um, I've got them all. I own one of them twice. That's why I have nine. But there's eight different variants. Two of them are US only. Got both of them. Um Ooh. And I thought I was done. I was happy with that. Fine. Yeah. You know, put a picture on Instagram. Got a little repost. Got the clout. Love it. Um, I love how when they day. when they upload when they share people's stories on Instagram, they zoom in so you can't see the username. So you got yeah. clout, but no one knows it's you. You can click on it. Oh, um, I was going to say they've actually reposted the one I've done this morning, but they haven't. <laughs> um, right. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so we come to Record Store Day, you know, as we, I think we talked last week, there's been three releases this year, as opposed to the usual one, because of obvious circumstances. So, um, this is the last one today, October, 24th October, Record Store Day, day job free. And they decided to release the album again, um, on one, two, three new variants, picture discs, interesting, with their faces on, just Brilliant. their faces. So there are six members of the band. Um, Works out so well. If you, if, yeah, if you can work out that maths. Yeah, there's two on each, obviously. Just a white background with their face on the front and on the back, one of them. But you, know, you get that. Uh, so nothing really that exciting. It was at this point I, I highly considered not going to get them. So at this point, he nearly fucked up. Them. Yeah, I, I regretted collecting the rest of them. Um, it was a thing of, well, I don't care. I don't know if I care enough to get them, but also what the rest of them were bought in vain at this point if I don't finish the collection. And I'm praying they don't release it anymore. Talking of the collection, did they release collection boxes with it? They did release a collection box. It didn't box fit all the did it? No, does, it's, it's, isn't there more vinyl than space? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so they released it. It was supposed to fit um, six in. It was just a box. They didn't send it with any. I guess you'd get it bundled with one of the records. Um, it was like twelve quid or something. But um, it was supposed to fit six of them in, which was the number of UK releases, uh, which were black, clear, orange, blue, red, green. I have the um, orange one. I, I have all six. Um, <laughs> uh, annoyingly, when it arrived, it only fits five in. Wow! <laughs> so we're already off to a rough start wow. there. Um, and then also, of course, there were two um, US releases. Which I, you know, I didn't expect they would consider those necessarily, and that I would have liked the six UK releases to, to fit. In. <laughs> so I've got it three more times on picture disc vinyl. I'll listen to more once, and then they're there as a collector's piece, I guess. Yeah. So I was going to raise this point: Have you opened them all and listened to them all, or do you have one that is your designated put on? I do have a designated put on. Which is I've listened back, to. I it is the black. I've listened yeah. to um, probably four or five of the different versions. I've opened them all. I don't. I don't buy records just to keep hold of them. Uh, I lie. The one I've got two <laughs> of, I have kept one of them sealed. Okay. Because fair. I got because one. Understandable. Uh, but all, I I have opened uh, the rest of them all. 
um, to look at them because obviously what's the point of buying club vinyl when the album art's exactly the same so just keep them sealed uh, but yeah I've not listened to all of them because I don't think there's very much point in that but I stick to the black one I most recently listened to the um, one of the US releases from Vinyl Me Please which it kind of seemed like it was supposed to be pressed on a slightly higher quality um, record uh, it sounds the same but um, yeah black is standard for me maybe okay. I'll listen to these picture discs just to see her faces spinning around, but I hope. But that's me. Life full of regrets and <laughs> team records. Liam Cox. I should say, actually, I'm not these. I've I've gone and picked these up today, which is why I'm talking about them now. But uh, I've um, they are a gift for my birthday in the next week. So in every I'm podcast, you're going to mention your birthday at least once. Yeah, I want people to send me <laughs> gifts. PO Box. This curly prick. Liverpool. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, that's me. Um, so I haven't played them yet. I, I wouldn't have anything extra to say if I had played them because I've heard the album. But <laughs> I thought I'd just say I haven't. I don't know what the quality picture discs aren't always the best, but I don't know. Cal, thank you. Hello. Please tell me about your um, vinyl, please. Um, well, there's not really much I can say because, as with the Andy Bell record last week, it is at mum and dad's house. Um, what is it? But it's the Blossoms. Yeah, I was getting there. Come on. Uh, it's the Blossoms. Uh, Blossoms in Isolation slash live from the Plaza Theatre Stockport on a beautiful light blue and baby pink vinyl. Very nice. Um, throughout Isolation, they started posting different versions of their songs and covers, and they thought. As the cynic I am, they thought, oh, we can get some money out of this. Who blames them? But um, I know a band like well, that. Definitely. But, um, you know, as with Liam, I've got all bar one of Blossom's vinyl releases. Painful, isn't it? It is, but thankfully, Blossom's don't stiff their fan base as much as sports teams do. Uh, yeah. The only reason I don't have that one is because it was very limited and it's more resellers that are stiffing me yeah fair point yeah, yeah. i don't have the your girlfriend seven inch by blossoms because i missed the notification on my phone and then it's all i know i've gone for about 40 quid for two songs so i don't think i'm gonna buy it i at least have peace in the fact in the knowledge that i didn't have that first one because i didn't know about sports team at the time you yeah. were just a um, fool <laughs> just clearly yeah i don't know what <laughs> yeah. i was doing we uh, what, have we got good covers on this, Callum? Uh, Paperback uh, writer. Uh, yeah. Anything interesting? Uh, they are. Uh, do you mean like the the album cover or the covers? Of Sorry, songs? the song covers. The song okay. Covers. Uh, they have covered "Lost" by Frank Ocean, which is okay. Quite good. Uh, they have covered "Paperback Writer." I think that might be my favourite cover they've done. That, okay. that yeah, and to be fair, considering well. it's quite hard to cover the Beatles. They have done a spiffing job. Spiffing, he said spiffing. <laughs> uh, they've covered The Less I Know The Better, featuring Miles Kane. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it I was alright. <laughs> I don't really think that Miles Kane's voice really matched with Tom Ogden's. It's a very unique voice, but, isn't yeah, it? I can imagine that. Yeah, I mean, it was quite, it was an enjoyable If cover. anything, he should have covered Paperback Writer with them, instead of the Tame Father. Yeah, that, that make... does make more sense. Yeah. That would make sense. Uh, they covered Dreaming of You by the Coral yeah. with the Coral because James Skelly 
is their long-time producer. That's cool. Yeah, uh, they did. You're gorgeous. Well, Tom Tom did that. You're gorgeous. You are gorgeous. Come on, Callum. We're no, being recorded stop it. You're gorgeous. <laughs> I would... Yeah, anyway. Uh, <laughs> what's, they did that. what's your gorgeous? Who's that by? Um, it's... Oh, I can't remember who that's yeah, by. Yeah, I can't remember who that's by. Yeah, either. Baby, is it Baby something? Baby Bird. <laughs> baby Bird. Baby Bird. Baby Bird. Yeah, Tom always does that at the end of My Favourite Room. A nice little medley with Last Christmas. And um, Don't look back and angry. Half the World Away. Oh, is it Half the World? Yeah. I would like yeah. to leave this Doesn't he? Game. What's the one he does for no, Don't Look Back, uh, back and Angry? I'm sure he did that when we saw them last no. time. Uh, I've seen them 24 times. Yeah. Well aware of. Wow. I know. But that's for another podcast. Mm. Uh, and the final cover they did was. Every what other podcast have you got? Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Who else are you doing a podcast with? I meant another episode. You know what I mean. Uh, so I can't no, say a What was the last one? Sorry. Uh, every day I write the book by Elvis Costello. Mr. Costello. Yes. The uh, Shadow yeah. Elvis. <laughs> the rest Our of them were just uh, different versions of their songs. Um, and then the other LP was live from the Plaza Theatre Stockport, which was there. Uh, they did that on the release of their third album, Foolish Love and Spaces, where they played the whole album in full. With in order? Three, uh, in order, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Like yeah. Um, have you, I know you haven't got the records, have you, is that on streaming? Have you heard that? Uh, yeah, it's been, on, it's been on streaming for, for ages. They, um, Good quality live record? Yeah, to be fair, it is very good. It's um, throughout this album, they were quite inspired by Talking Heads. So visually and performance-wise, you can see it's kind of inspired by Stop Making Sense. It got big um, square shoulder suits. Uh, yeah, yeah, there was yep. none of that, but you get the oh. gist. So it was, it was shot. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just good quality. I don't, I'm not really a fan of live stuff really as a general rule of thumb recorded like albums, yeah live like albums, i would I'd, yeah. I would very rarely put on a live album mm. obviously i love going to see bands live but but yeah, yeah. i do i do i did enjoy I agree with that. other than stop making sense i think i'd put that on sooner than most talking heads uh studio stuff wowzers it's just very cool. good what um do you like any live albums, Yanni? Have you got any opinion live on live albums? albums? I don't know if I I must have one at least. But um oh yeah, I have a Smith's Rank, is that what it's called? That's a live album, I think. Oh yeah. Um that yeah. I inherited. Um or, or stole. Same thing. <laughs> Same thing. Um, <laughs> we should do that one day. Dad? You are? Is it your dad's? It's definitely not my mum's. Yeah, it's my dad's. <laughs> Well, I'm just going to say you've stolen from him because he's not. Um, he's still with us. Is he? <laughs> Wishing it upon him. That's bad. He's here. <laughs> he's here now. Welcome. Thanks for joining you us. Just on the podcast. Your face. One episode we should do. Okay. One one episode we should do is talking about the um, the vinyl we've stolen from. Our, That's most our of parents. my collection. I'm not going to lie. I have yeah. zero. Yeah, yeah, I feel do. like that would be a good. I have some from my granddad that I. I don't know if I could necessarily pull them all out from some other. I, I did get hold of some old ones from various places that I couldn't tell you, like friends of family and stuff. But the ones from my granddad, I could probably pick maybe three or four that I know of from his collection. 
So yeah, coming country. back to it, yeah, live cool. albums, um, not typically a fan of because I just feel like you should see them live instead, and I don't want to listen to that. Yeah. But saying that, one of my favorite songs is a live take of a song which is Big Loaf by Fleetwood Mac. The live performance of that is far superior to the studio version. It's very good. Um, so, yeah, I suppose yeah. I'm just a mess. <laughs> That's fair. Right. Yeah, I think uh, that pretty much wraps up this week's episode, don't you think? I'd say with I a do nice think... little bow. Well, uh, next week, our album spotlight will be... Uh, Song Machine, Season 1. Strange Times by Gorillaz. So, yep. if if the three people who listen to this practice podcast want to listen to that album mm-hmm. in preparation, then you'll have the vaguest idea what Liam is trying to talk about <laughs> next week. I'm, I, I'm quite interested. I've not really listened to any of the releases. Of the I've, listened to, I've listened to a couple. Kind of episodic. There was I've one with Slow Tie and Slaves. I've heard, I've heard one somewhere in the background which I shazammed and was like, oh, this is the one. I liked the one with Peter Hook in. That was, that was the one that I liked and downloaded and saved. Hooker? Yeah. Um, I can't remember anymore. Interestingly, today in the record store that I went to pick these records up from, they were playing this album. Obviously, it's just been released. And the mm. song that was on while I was waiting to pay was sounded good. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. On that note. Thanks for listening. Yeah, nice one. We'll see you. See you next time. Shia! <laughs>